0: Hello and welcome. We're your hosts. I'm Alex and I'm Kat. You found the two PFFs you didn't know you needed, but you're glad you have. Congratulations.
1: You have found your people.
0: Enjoy the ride as we navigate what it's like to live Live Out
1: Out out loud. Hey, hello. How's it going? It's going good. I am so excited that we have a new setup this week for Everything I'm I'm liking it a lot better than our last setup. I mean, that red couch was adorable, but it, it was not like, the vibe. It was not the vibe. It um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just looking back at the footage. Like we both looked very uncomfortable, and thank God it was a incredible episode in my opinion. Yes, yes, it was. Um, but Lordy, have a mercy. Were we a little uncomfy? So new setup. Mm-hmm. We'll see. if you know what same. this will
1: make us appreciate? What? One day, you know, when we look back on these early podcast days from our podcasting office where all we have to do is go in and sit down in the recording studio, we're going to look back and be like, man, what we did to get here, and it was worth it. It was worth it, yeah. No, this, uh I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: even thinking about that driving in today. I was like, man, if only we had a studio. But then... How often would we use said studio? Could I work from said studio? My brain was going all over the place. But here we are. It's a new era. It is still hot as heck outside. Preach. And I'm ready for fall. Yes. I'm pretty sure everyone is ready for cooler weather. But we have an even (laughs) cooler episode (laughs) coming at you today. I don't think I was ready for that I wasn't ready for that pun, but
1: there it was. There it was. Here we are. So today we're going to talk about being a learner, a lifelong learner. And what does that mean exactly? Because, you know, like some people are like, dude, like I went to school, high school was enough, I don't need any college. Or, man, I got these advanced degrees, I don't need to learn anything else. Mm. But the truth of the matter is that if we are alive on this planet... We can always be learning something. And why would we want to continue to learn something, right? But it beats the alternative of, like, not learning new things. Right, not trying
0: anything new. Like, being done with something as soon as you started, really. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, there's a difference, I think, a lot of times between education right, and going to a physical school to learn Mm -hmm. and then being willing to learn and overcome things outside of the school environment.
1: Right. A hundred percent. And you know, you can learn things from all different um, types, right? You can learn from people, from relationships, experiences, uh, places, Mm -hmm. books, the internet. You can learn something from a movie right? Right, yeah. The idea is that we maintain an attitude of learning, right? Do we approach different relationships, different experiences with that thirst for knowledge and learning, right? Do we enter into things with this idea of how can I learn to do this better? How can I improve my relationships Mm -hmm. how can I improve my health my quality of life there's you know my finances Mm -hmm. you know there's so many different ways that learning helps us to grow
0: right oh so many things and now just with the amount of technology that we can get our hands on and all of the different free resources to physically learn something new whether that be a new hobby or just anything yeah um freaking tiktok is a search engine now and is, yeah. you can do so many things and it's incredible in that regard I learned
1: so many things from tiktok and I feel so much. I feel ashamed telling people, hey, I learned so and so on TikTok. And I'm not going to say that I've lied before, especially to people of an older generation and said, hey, I was reading the other day, right, <laughs> when I really learned it in a video on TikTok, so many recipes and life hacks, and you name it, right, that we can find not just on TikTok, but on, on the internet period, The the technological age that we live in. We can get things out there. Like, there's this lady I follow on TikTok, and her name is Babs, and she's like everybody's grandma, right? <laughs> and she has all these tricks for hosting parties and, and, feeding your family and cleaning different things in your house and travel. I mean, just a few things that I never would have thought of tiny little things that you can do that make all the difference and make your life easier. We never would have known Babs had it not been for the technology.
0: Right. It's technology. I think people are coming around to the idea of it and being like more okay with it and, it's still hard for the older generation, but like, even like that, yeah, like, they're on these platforms doing the thing and enjoying themselves and sharing their advice, which we probably wouldn't have learned unless we had that kind of person in our life, right. which almost leads me to being comfortable learning from people in your own life Mm -hmm. and recognizing that like, Hey, like I don't know everything. And there are people in my life who can teach me how to cope with being 27 and not where I thought I would be in my life. Like we talked about in the grit growth episode, like, or being a mom and not being, you know, feeling the best that day or, being a not a good like sister or a good Mm -hmm. wife like there's people in our lives that have either been there or are currently going through it Mm -hmm. that we can learn from um, and adapt and grow in that same capacity
1: you're so right like we have this generalized attitude And we talked about this a little bit in the Grit Grace Growth episode, but we have this generalized attitude that if we haven't achieved all of our goals in life by 25, then life is just over. And that's ridiculous. The average life expectancy is somewhere between 70 and 85, right? Mm -hmm. Which 70 still seems real young to me. Unless (laughs) you get to 40, you'll realize what I'm talking about. But, you know, say we don't have 100 years. Say we have 75 years. At 25, you still have 50 years left. You still have double what you've lived.
0: Which is a long time. You
1: don't become an adult, a (laughs) legal adult until 18. Your brain is not fully developed until you're in your mid-20s. Did you know that? It's not fully developed until then.
0: Explains a lot about my husband. <laughs> Just kidding, love you,
1: babe. We love Brayden. We call him the preschooler because he's the youngest in our friend group, and he takes it really well. He
0: does take it really well.
1: But it's the truth. Your brain's not fully developed, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we don't even have fully functioning brains before we're 25, why do we think that every major life decision should have happened by then? And it's fine if a lot have. I had my first kid right before I turned 25, right? But that doesn't mean that everything I ever wanted to achieve in my life, that my life is over and I'm just some old send me off on an iceberg and let me drift into the abyss person, Right. Right. I can still be a very vital member of society. I can do lots of things that I haven't done yet just because I don't have a fortune 500 company right now. Does not mean I still can't?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that reminds me of that 75 80 year old person who like they stop learning because they've lived for so long. And then their doctor's like, Hey, learn a new language, learn a new skill, read a new book, like Mm -hmm. do all of these things because it's still so important and we forget because we hit that Mm -hmm. 30 mark that 25 mark that 40 mark that 45 mark and think we're done with life Mm -hmm. and we've learned all the skills that we can and that's that and that
1: phrase i hate it you can't teach an old dog new tricks yeah no well you can in fact <laughs> right. It might take a little bit longer depending on what it is. Right, hundred percent. But if if we approached life with the attitude of I can learn, I mm-hmm. can grow. You know, there are there are people that are in their eighties that are all over social media. All over it. And I know that at first I've talked to a few of them. I know at first it seemed so daunting right? That, that trying something so new, Mm -hmm. they couldn't possibly learn that at their age. And what was the point? But those people get to stay more connected to their kids and their grandkids and their great grandkids than they would have if they'd sat by themselves alone waiting for a phone call or a visit.
0: Oh, without a doubt. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I like, didn't even think about it because, like, it's, it's so cool to see all of these, like, yeah. adults, like, older folk on socials. But it's so true. Like, they feel more connected. They feel closer. I mean, I, my grandparents aren't on social media really, um, maybe Facebook. But it's so fun for me to see when they, like, comment on a story or right. they engage because it's like, oh, wow, like, they're taking that extra effort to connect with my generation, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I'm not air quoting it, but um, they want to stay more connected because it's harder, at least it felt like for me, when I was in college, to pick up the phone. And it was, yeah. Call, because there were so many other things that were taking away. Not because I didn't like, I think, a lot of the misconception between my generation, like millennia, millennial generation and older generations. They're like, "Oh, well you're you just are too scared to talk on the phone." That's not the problem. Literally started a podcast because I talked too much. Same. Um that isn't the problem. The problem is I have other things taking away my focus mm-hmm. which then in turn keep me from picking up the phone.
1: Right. And you know, when my grandmother was nearing the end of her life, um I had three very young children. Like, very young children. Packing them up to go see her was difficult. And I tried a few times a year. Like right. Probably at least once every couple of months. And I tried to make time to talk on the phone. I wish I had done it more. I have regret. But she refused to even email. Mm. Now, Papa would. Papa would email, right? But, like, even if she had just learned email, she was an excellent writer, knew how to use a typewriter. If she had just translated that over to a computer to type an email instead of a handwritten letter, she would have gotten so many more responses from me because I can Mm. take three seconds and type out an email at work. Right. Right? Versus am I going to remember when I get home and the kids are screaming and everything else to sit down and respond to her letter or take half an hour for a phone call? It just, that current season of life just wasn't there. Wasn't it, yeah. And I mean, I wish I would taken more time, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if she'd been willing to learn some things, you know, that it, that would have helped that situation. And I feel like if we approach every situation like that with how can I grow, how can I learn to make the situation better, the world better, myself better, you know, what, what does that look like? Because life doesn't end at 25. Colonel Sanders didn't start KFC until his seventies. I feel like, I mean, it was Mm -hmm. late in life, Right. And we would never would have had KFC, which I don't love KFC, but it's very successful. (laughs) Finger looking good. You know, it was very successful. It was. And when I was growing up, it was.
0: I mean, it was one of the only fast food around for the longest time. That and like Mickey D's. That's all you had.
1: That's it. And so I just feel like if we, if we could channel ourselves into this way of thinking that every situation is an opportunity to learn something. Mm Mm-hmm. So my husband's a pastor,
0: and you know that. Yeah, we
1: know that. And people get disgruntled sometimes in churches because they didn't like everything about the sermon, right? Right. Or everything about the service. And that's fine. Everything is not for everybody, and every person is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I kind of take the attitude of, well, is there something you could learn? You know, like when you're listening to a sermon, for instance, there's probably going to be pieces of it, just like if you're listening to a podcast, that everything in it wasn't for you. Right. Mm -hmm. But what if you were so focused on how it wasn't for you that you missed a couple of pieces in there that would have so been for you and been so healing for you or such a point of growth for you but you missed it because your mindset was you'd already checked out because this wasn't for you right but if we approached it with what can I learn here Mm -hmm. how can I grow or glean or whatever it is from this that will take us further that will help us get to the next level right like I don't know how to garden Okay, I'm learning how to garden because I have a black thumb. Okay. And I told myself that I wanted to grow my own garden. And I've wanted to grow my own garden now for about five years. So this year I decided I was going to start. And I did. I started. And I told myself going in that if I got one thing out of that garden, just one, one, okay, one crop. <laughs> And I don't mean one bushel of a crop. I mean one thing grew that was edible out of that garden. A tomato. Right. And I did. I got one tiny little bell pepper. I got about 10 cherry tomatoes. And I got a cucumber.
0: Hallelujah.
1: And you know what? I'm going to plant a fall garden. I was like,
0: you learned something you didn't know.
1: I learned something I didn't know. I learned how to create the garden. I learned how to plant everything. I learned how to peel off some of the leaves so that the sun got to where it needed to get to. I learned so much from that one little garden experience. So when I plant my fall garden, I will know things going in. Mm -hmm. Right. I learned that my youngest loves to go out there and water the garden. I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Right. Little helper. There's a fun thing we can do together. We can water the garden. I love that. One experience. One where we learned so many things. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we just took the step to try it, to try something new. My husband, when we got married, he hated all vegetables. All of them. Wow. And now the man eats broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, green beans, lima beans, cabbage. Um, he'll eat sushi, which is...
0: He won't eat onions. Crazy.
1: He still will he'll eat onions. You just got to hide them and stuff. You got to dice them real fine. His texture. But, <laughs> I mean, the boy wouldn't eat anything but like a green bean. Okay. But as we have grown, he's tried new things. He's learned a new way of doing things, a new way of eating. The man loves to go on sushi dates, which I would, 19-year-old me would have been like, you want to go where? <laughs> he loves it. You know, Trying new things, learning new things. It's about a mindset and an
0: attitude. 100%. 100% where you set your sights on mm-hmm. is where how you're going to accomplish anything, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And it's even subconsciously learning to like vegetables because I'm sure it wasn't like, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to try – green beans broccoli and cabbage this year no it was a slow infiltration of a vegetable Mm -hmm. into his diet into his day-to-day life that then he began to appreciate and love said vegetables and to the point where he wants to go on sushi dates like that is a subtle way of learning that we often don't really think about or consider and even how we talk to ourselves like we've talked in previous episodes like self affirmations like oh, yeah. that's it doesn't have to be a mountain mm-hmm. of a, an idea or a concept to learn it could simply be i want to learn how to talk to myself better today mm-hmm. i want to learn how to walk up and down the stairs of my house without crying because i don't like walking (laughs) up and down the stairs Yeah, like it that sounds silly
1: that's so true
0: but it's true like Mm -hmm. how many times do and this is me being a little bit vulnerable and it's kind of i don't think petty is the right word but it is like i won't go upstairs and do something i want to do or get something that i need just because of the stairs oh yeah If that makes sense. This is a very small example. But I, I think there's a point. I don't like going up the stairs. Because I have genetically really, really bad knees. That like creak and crack. And it's a mental reminder. That I need to focus on. My glutes. And my hamstring. And my IT band. Of my legs during my workouts. So that. I hate going up the stairs less. And I learn to hate going up the stairs less. Mm-hmm. So I need to learn in the gym more exercises that prevent those feelings for me. So that way when I go up the stairs, it's with confidence and joy, which again sounds so silly because it's stairs. I bought a two-story house. What did I expect? <laughs> you know, but the it's I'm the point I'm trying to make is In life, we can see something and see it as such a big feat. Mm -hmm. That it's no amount of education, no amount of podcast, no amount of Google searching is going to help you attain that goal. Right. And learn that thing. Mm -hmm. But it can be as small as just taking one step Mm
1: -hmm.
0: up a staircase. Yes. And changing the way you look at that staircase.
1: It's funny that you say that. <laughs> because we have a staircase in our house. And it goes to my children's bedroom. So my three oldest has share a room. And for anybody listening to this, it's huge upstairs it's bonus room. It's, yeah. They're not cramped or in need of assistance in any kind of <laughs> way. Um, but they share a room and they love it. And I had been neglecting during the summer climbing the stairs because I didn't want to. I didn't want to climb the stairs and go up there. It just seemed so daunting. And I realized the whole summer went by and I didn't tuck in my kids for bed. Wow. Now my thirteen year old obviously he pretends he does not care if I tuck him into bed. Okay. But he really gets excited when I do it. Okay? <laughs> I'm sure. Um but my eight year olds, I mean, they're still little for all intents and purposes and when I tucked them in at the beginning of the school year, they're like, you haven't done this in a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to climb the stairs. Because that made me uncomfortable. And you're right, learning a new way or learning how important it is that I do tuck them in. hmm Right? We need to look for those opportunities. Because what are we missing out on? Right. When we refuse to learn when we want to walk around through life with an attitude of we're exactly what we need to be, we've learned everything we could ever possibly learn or need to learn. We are missing out on so many opportunities and so many relationships and so much richness in our lives. Yeah. Because we won't take the attitude of being in a position to learn something. You know, you can be a very wise person and you can show other people that you are wise by the things that you say and the things that you do. Mm -hmm. I think so often people are like, yeah, but if I'm in a position of learning, then I'm not in a position of, of power or status. And that is so far from the truth because the person in the room that seeks to learn from the people that are there is way, way, way more intelligent than anybody else because they feel like they're in a room of people that, man, they could really learn from, and there's something to learn here. And if you're in a room with people that you can't learn anything from, then you probably need a new room. And we said that on the last
0: episode, episode too. If you're the
1: smartest person in the room, it's probably time to find a new room. Right. Right? Because you need to be able to continue to learn and grow and come into the fullness of everything that you were created to be. Without a doubt. And...
0: I don't know how many times you can say it. It's just taking one step forward and embracing the uncomfortable and embracing the hard stuff. And like we said, in great grace growth, like Mm -hmm. giving yourself some grace when it's hard. Yes. And when you get frustrated and then it takes you a little bit to realize, oh... I just need to learn something new yeah. <laughs> or I need to phone a friend or lean on somebody who has a green thumb like right. because why are my peppers not growing very large like eight nine ten but even like the beauty of I feel like I'm squirreling a little but the beauty of you set out for the intention of learning one thing. But you learn a whole new thing about yourself, about the people in your life, Mm -hmm. like your son enjoying, like, watering it with you. Like, you set out for the garden for yourself, yes, to feed your family, but you wanted to learn Mm -hmm. something new. Right. And in turn, you fed your family, and you learned that your kids enjoyed that activity with you, and that's one one extra step that you guys can take together Mm -hmm. to grow together and learn something together, learn, 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 learn. It's so important.
1: So I have a question that I'd like, we're going to answer, okay? but that I'd like our listeners to, you know, answer, like leave us a comment and let us know uh, the answers to this, uh, to each of these questions. What is something you have learned recently?
0: Ooh, what have I learned recently? Had a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a cheap, cheap answer. But honestly, like kind of the ins and outs of Mm -hmm. the equipment. And I have a very, I'm very tech savvy. And I've said it before, I have an art degree. So like the lights, the camera, like I understand all of that. Um, Editing, that realm is very comfortable for me. What makes me very uncomfortable is the sound element. It's so new and Mm. learning vibrations and how important it is and why we chose to upgrade to two microphones um, to make sound better and more pleasing. Yeah. um, That's definitely been a new growth for me.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, Mine's a little bit more physical, I guess, is Mm -hmm. that I learned how to make uh, pepper jelly this week.
0: Ooh, I love pepper jelly.
1: I made pear pepper jelly. Ugh, that sounds so good. And it started because a friend of mine hurt her hand and she had these pears that she was planning to make pepper jelly out of. And being a two, I was like, I'll come over and, and, and do it for you. you. Just tell me what to do. There you go. And that turned into a growth and learning opportunity because now I know how to make pepper jelly. Right. And I love pepper jelly. And I host a lot of people in my house that I'm sure will like pepper jelly. Right. So I learned how to do that this week and how it's important with the canning process and all that stuff. And I've always wanted to learn how to do that. And now I know how to do it. What is something that you would like to learn?
0: Ooh, I really want to learn how to properly play pickleball. Oh, because when it gets cooler outside, we've got in our tiny little town. It's, this is not a tiny town t- for you at all. It, this is a tiny town for me. It's about perspective. Uh, it's all a perspective. We have a pickleball court now and I can be a part of all the trends of pickleballing. So I would love to like properly learn how to
1: play. Nice. Um, hmm. I want to learn how to write and publish a book. Ooh, there you go. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Mm. So please tell us in the comments of what you would like to learn and what you have learned recently. We are like wanting to hear your thoughts on that. Um, But whatever you are currently learning or whatever you want to learn, I hope that you know that no matter what that is and what you desire or want or want to go after, that you are not too much. Not too much. You're not too little. Not too little. You are just enough.
0: Just enough.